For those of you tuning in for the first time, welcome. The Wayfinding Podcast aims to help you move from surviving to thriving at work and in life. In it, I draw on research from the field of positive psychology, coaching, design thinking, as well as my own work with clients to offer you new ways to find meaning and happiness at work. Today's episode was inspired by some of my coaching conversations over the past few weeks. Lately, my clients and I have been trying to make sense of this paradox. Society tells us that once we reach a certain level of professional accomplishment and financial security, we'll find happiness and fulfillment. Grind it out in the law firm, at med school, on the trading floor, or at the construction site for long enough, and you'll get there. But for many of us, we've reached this place, the place of having it all, and we're not happy. We're not fulfilled. What kind of hoax is that? So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how you can have it all but not feel fulfilled, the nagging question that changed my life, the happiness U-curve, and finally, a question to get to the core of what's missing for you. If this speaks to you, keep listening. Thanks for listening to The Wayfinding Podcast. If there's a topic you'd like me to cover on the show, send me a DM on Instagram or LinkedIn. You can find me at both those places at L-A-U-R-E-N-M-A-L-A-C-H. For me, the process of creating a life where I truly feel like I have it all started with a nagging question. I remember looking around the office. My colleagues were all on the phone, totally engaged in their conversations. And the thought that came to my mind was, is this all there is? Is this what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? It was a private question, not one I shared with anyone else, but one that kept popping up again and again in the back of my mind. If I'm honest, the question confused and really frustrated me. Who the fuck was I to want more? I had it all already. Sure, work could be stressful, but I had a decent job where I could earn a healthy income without insanely long hours. I liked my colleagues a lot. Despite the frustrations, I couldn't really complain. I have a wonderful husband and a supportive family. I had a baby at home and another on the way. I had a house in a trendy neighborhood in Toronto. How could I feel stuck and unhappy? Sure, there were wealthier people with bigger jobs and fancier titles, lots more money than I had, nicer cars and homes, but it's not like I wanted to be them. I felt really guilty about even asking the question, is this all there is? Anyone with even a speck of broader awareness knows that my suffering could barely be called that. I've never been discriminated against for the color of my skin, my sexual orientation, or my age. I've never been oppressed. I've never worried about when the next paycheck was coming. I am as lucky as they come. So why wasn't I happy? And it wasn't that I was depressed. I just had a general sense of malaise and disconnection. I was blah, meh. 
Every day was the same. I was pulled along at a fast pace, rushing from one thing to the next. Even the weekends were a hustle, from one social visit to the next, tending to everyone's needs. Except, I later learned, my own. Even though I was only in my late 30s, I started referring to this as my midlife crisis. And here I was, thinking I had finally gotten over my quarter-life crisis. But I remember the moment it hit me, that something was off and it had to be addressed. I was at my in-law's cottage. They had loaned it to David and I for the weekend to host the annual gathering of my best friends from childhood. Since we live in different countries, this group of women, along with our families, get together once a year. It's like a family reunion, but with friends. It is the event we look forward to every year. Everyone was having a blast, laughing endlessly, playing music, being silly. I was there, but I wasn't there. It was like I was watching from the outside, like I wasn't truly in it. This did not feel right. I wanted to be fully in life, especially during the precious times. That nagging question again, is this all there is? Turns out, midlife malaise is common. In fact, it's a phenomenon captured in scientific research, often referred to as the happiness U-curve. Life satisfaction surveys show a significant decrease or dip in happiness during midlife, with the dissatisfaction peaking during the 40s. And then from there, a slow upward climb beginning around the age of 50. I guess mine started a bit early. I blame the death of my father. When he died at age 59, I was 31 years old. It shocked me to realize that my life could be way shorter than I had previously considered. What if I only had 30 years left? But I digress. Let's go back to the U-curve. So why the dip in happiness at midlife? Well, the research isn't conclusive on the why, just the fact that it does exist. But the theory is that midlife is usually the most stressful period in life, with performance demands at work, caregiving stressors of raising young children and tending to aging parents, as well as social comparison to one's peers. All these combine to leave midlifers feeling pulled and stretched, tending to many needs and obligations outside of themselves. But then, as we age past the midlife chapter, our focus turns away from social competition towards social connection. One theory is that when life's end is clearly in view, we stop to savor things and express gratitude for the time that we have with the people we love. This phenomenon is also noted after life-threatening experiences, such as a major illness or an accident, which is maybe why I was jolted to consider life's big questions after my dad passed away at a relatively young age. And I don't want to digress too much, but lately, I've wondered how the pandemic might influence how we prioritize happiness in our lives going forward. Let's get back to the U-curve, though. Can we jump the happiness curve? Make the bottom of the U less blah? Move through it faster? Can we skip to the part where we're living as though there's not much time left? Yes, we can. 
but it takes some unraveling because you have to get to the core of what's missing. Despite having it all, I was at the bottom of the U. I had everything you're supposed to have in life to be happy, but I wasn't. The loss of my father, coupled with my own now very obvious malaise, forced me to take stock. The rumblings of dissatisfaction could no longer be ignored. And it was that weekend when it all became apparent. Because if you can't be happy in a stunning lake house with your besties that you only get to see once a year, when will you be happy? When I realized that I felt disengaged from life even in the happy moments, I asked myself a question that ended up being the first step to making changes in my life. A question that helped me get to the core of what was missing and can help you too. I asked myself this, what do you need? For me, the first word that came up was purpose. And that was the first clue I had that directed me to my next bold move. I'm curious, what is it for you? What do you need? Journal on that question for a few minutes and see what you unearth. It is possible to jump the happiness curve, to move from, is this all there is, to, this is it, I have it all. But you have to get to the core of what's missing. And what's missing for you isn't necessarily the same as what was missing for me. We each have our own unmet needs. For those of you who've listened to episode two of the Wayfinding podcast, you're aware of the universal human needs. We have physical needs, of course, but also many psychological and spiritual ones as well. So if you need some help identifying your unmet needs, you can download my free Naming Your Need activity from the resources section of my website. You can go to l-a-u-r-e-n-m-a-l-a-c-h-coaching.com, click on the Resources button, and then sign up for my free tools. From there, you'll have access to any other free resources I add in the future. So if you're asking yourself the same question I was, if you have it all, but are dissatisfied and unfulfilled, don't linger at the bottom of the U-curve. Climb your way out by identifying what is missing. What interests, values, or needs have you sacrificed on the have-it-all altar? What parts of yourself have you denied? What do you need? If you have felt alone, wondering is this all there is, know that you're not alone. The dip in happiness at midlife is real. And once you know what you need, you can make changes. I'll close with a Brene Brown quote, cause we all know you can never have too many of those. People may call what happens at midlife a crisis, but it's not. It's an unraveling, a time when you feel a desperate pull to live the life you wanna live, not the one you're supposed to live. Send in love to you all. 
Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Wayfinding Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave me a review. I love hearing your thoughts on what you're getting out of it and how I can make it even better in the future. Bye for now.